When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, Middle-Earth Wanderers. We continue our series on canon characters that we'll see portrayed in Amazon's Rings of Power. If you visit any page on Amazon.com, you'll notice a little countdown timer. We are less than 24 hours away as of this episode's release. If you don't already have access to Amazon Prime or Amazon Video, use the links in the show notes to start a free trial. I received some recent feedback via Instagram from Dan G, who said, quote, Just want to thank you. This podcast is so very well done and perfectly helping me as I read through enjoy, and really understand the Silmarillion on my third try. This is why I started this show nearly one year ago, to be a guide to all Middle-Earth wanderers. Whether you've just seen the movies, or you're working through the Silmarillion for your third attempt, I'm humbled to wander alongside you, and as Bilbo was fond of saying, not all those who wander are lost. If you have feedback for the show, find me on Instagram or Twitter, or send me an email. Today we'll explore Elrond Half-Elven, who, quote, comes into many tales, and is a pivotal figure for Middle-Earth. I'll be drawing from The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings books, as well as J.R.R. Tolkien's The Silmarillion and Unfinished Tales, and Carl Hostetter's book of Tolkien Notes called The Nature of Middle-Earth, with some input from Robert Foster's The Complete Guide to Middle-Earth, and Karen Wynne Fonstad's The Atlas of Middle-Earth. If you would like to purchase any of these books, you can use the links in the show notes. Welcome! In the Lord of the Rings podcast, we wander the world of J.R.R. Tolkien by exploring the foundational epic stories from the deep past of Middle-earth. If you enjoyed Tolkien's books, or maybe Peter Jackson's movies, or perhaps you're excited for Amazon Studios' new series, The Rings of Power, and you want to dive deeper into the rich world of Middle-earth, then listen and subscribe. Bagovanian, fellow wanderers! Elrond was born about 50 years before the end of the First Age. His father was Eärendil, the Great Mariner, and his mother was Elwing, granddaughter of Baron and Luthien. We explored Eärendil and Elwing's tale in episodes 31, 32, and 33, but I want to highlight some key points. Eärendil was born in Gondolin before its fall to the second union of elves and men, when the mortal man Tuor married the elf maiden Idril, daughter of Turgon. Elwing was also descendant of both elves and men. Her grandparents were the man Baron and the elf maiden Luthien, who was the daughter of the great elf Thingol and the Maya Melion. Elwing inherited the Silmaril that Baron and Luthien reclaimed from Morgoth, the same Silmaril that led to the fall of Doriath by the hands of jealous dwarves. Edindil pleaded before the Valar for help against Morgoth, which they granted, thus closing out the First Age, and because Edindil was mortal and had stepped foot in the Undying Lands, he and Elwing and their children were given a choice, inherit the doom and gifts of the race of the elves, including immortality, or of the race of men, including death. Elwing chose the elves, and Eärendil chose the same for her sake. Eärendil's ship was changed to sail into the sky, and the Silmaril was fastened upon his brow, 
and thus became a new star in the sky. Because of Eärendil's journeys, Elrond actually didn't see his father very much, and his mother was lost, for lack of a better term, when the remaining sons of Feanor, under their fateful oath, attacked the refugee settlement of elves that Elwing, Elrond, and his brother Elros were living in. After this kinslaying, Elrond and Elros were taken in by Maglor, one of the sons of Feanor. Quote, For Maglor took pity upon Elros and Elrond, and he cherished them, and love grew after between them, as little as might be thought. But Maglor's heart was sick and weary with the burden of the dreadful oath. It's likely that Elrond fought alongside the forces of the Valar in the final battle against Morgoth. One hint of this is in the Fellowship, during the Council of Elrond. When Elrond is recalling the last alliance fought against Sauron, he says, quote, I remember well the splendor of their banners. It recalled to me the glory of the Elder Days and the hosts of Beleriand. In the Second Age, Elrond dwelt at first in Linden and served Gil-galad, High King of the Noldor. Like Gil-galad, Elrond was suspicious of Sauron in his fair form, Anatar. In Second Age, 1695, when Sauron attacked Eregion to claim the Rings of Power, Elrond was sent by Gil-galad to provide military aid to the elves of that region. Sauron's forces were so great, however, that just two years later, Elrond was fighting a retreating action, and would have been overwhelmed if not for a surprise attack on Sauron's rear by the dwarves of Moria who were sent by Durin. Elrond gathered refugees and rallied the elves, and he established Imladris, or Rivendell, as a refuge and final stronghold against Sauron in Second Age 1697. In the appendix to The Return of the King, we find this line, quote, 1697, the laid waste, death of Celebrimbor, the gates of Moria are shut, Elrond retreats with remnant of the Noldor, and founds the refuge of Imladris. Imladris, known as Rivendell in the common tongue, was indeed a refuge from the cares of Middle-earth. I love Bilbo's description of it in The Hobbit, quote, Rivendell was perfect, whether you liked food, or sleep, or work, or storytelling, or singing, or just sitting and thinking best or a pleasant mixture of them all. Evil things did not come into that valley. An interesting side note about the founding of Rivendell. In the Nature of Middle-earth, you can find a few notes where Tolkien is calculating the ages of elves, their growth rates, and trying to determine via calculus the mortal equivalent of particular elves. In one of these calculations, he places Elrond's mortal equivalent age at the founding of Rivendell at 27 years old, and at the end of the Second Age at 45 years old. Imladris would later be a staging ground for the armies of the Last Alliance when they marched on Sauron in the south. The physical descriptions of Elrond come almost exclusively from the Third Age. Indeed, in The Hobbit, it's almost as if Elrond wasn't yet an elf in the mind of Tolkien. Quote, in those days of our tale, there were still some people who had both elves and heroes of the north for ancestors, and Elrond, the master of the house, was their chief. He was as noble and as fair in face as an elf lord, as strong as a warrior, as wise as a wizard as venerable as a king of dwarves, and as kind as summer. But there seems to be no doubt, once we read the following in the Fellowship of the Ring, quote, The face of Elrond was ageless, neither old nor young, though in it was written the memory of many things both glad and sorrowful. His hair was dark as the shadows of twilight, and upon it was set a circlet of silver. His eyes were gray as a clear evening, and in them was a light like the light of stars. Venerable he seemed as a king crowned with many winters, and yet hail as a tried warrior in the fullness of his strength. Early in the Third Age, Galadriel came to Rivendell to find Celeborn, and with her was their daughter Celebrian. Quote, and it was then that Elrond first saw Celebrian and loved her, though he said nothing of it. They would eventually wed. Yes, Galadriel is Elrond's mother-in-law. How do you like them apples? They had three children, twin sons, and one daughter, Arwen. 
If you're only a movie fan and haven't read the books, you'll be surprised to hear that Elrond's sons were close friends with Aragorn, and even journeyed with him through the paths of the dead to the Black Gate of Mordor. Elrond had great skill in healing, which is how Frodo was saved from the Nazgul Blade, and he was known as a lore master. We get a demonstration of this in The Hobbit, when Thorin and Gandalf present their swords to Elrond. Quote, Elrond knew all about runes of every kind. Examining the swords, he gives a clue to his origins. Quote, they are old swords, very old swords of the High Elves of the West, my kin. They were made in Gondolin for the Goblin Wars. They must have come from a dragon's horde or a goblin plunder, for dragons and goblins destroyed that city many years ago. Elrond's doings in the Third Age were mostly about preserving memory and helping the Dunedain, that strain of faithful Numenorians who had dwindled after Elendil and Isildur's deaths. Quote, Throughout the Third Age, Elrond gave aid and counsel to the Dunedain, in later shelter, especially to the line of Isildur, his distant nephews. One of these distant nephews was Aragorn, who, after his father's death, quote, Elrond took the place of his father and came to love him as a son of his own, giving him the name Estil, or Hope, and the heirlooms of Aragorn's house. We're not done yet. If you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I believe that Elrond's chief role in Middle-earth is that of memory, or preservation of memory of things that were before, even reaching back to their roots. In the Council of Elrond, he says to Frodo, quote, My memory reaches back even to the Elder Days. Edindil was my sire, who was born in Gondolin before its fall. And my mother was Elwing, daughter of Dior, son of Luthien of Doriath. I have seen three ages in the west of the world, and many defeats, and many fruitless victories. The Silmarillion also offers this description, quote, He preserved through many lines of men the memory of all that had been fair, and the house of Elrond was a refuge for the weary and the oppressed, and treasury of good counsel and wise lore. It was even Elrond who said the phrase, now taken up by the rings of power writers, quote, For nothing is evil in the beginning. Even Sauron was not so. Unfinished Tales also gives us this bit, quote, Even such documents as were preserved in Gondor or in Imladris, where, in the care of Elrond, were deposited the surviving treasures of the northern Numenorean kings. So Elrond's role is a memory keeper, a preserver of lore and remembrance of things once fair but now lost. This is one of Tolkien's themes. The original things are always the best, and all fades with time. The two trees of Alinor once lost could not be made again. Feanor Silmarils could never be replicated. Aragorn is a descendant of a once proud and mighty and blessed kingdom of men. Indeed, preservation seems to be the primary power of the Three Rings, as Elrond assures the Council, quote, They are not idle. Those who made them did not desire strength or domination or hoarded wealth, but understanding, making, and healing, to preserve all things unstained. One last bit on Elrond being the personification of memory. Only when it was decided that Imladris would be made a final and permanent refuge against evil, a place where the memory of fair things could remain, only then did Gilgalad give a ring of power to Elrond, for he was the keeper of the ring Vilya, the ring of air. Elrond is also the personification of Tolkien's theme of choice, 
So many times does choice and its counter theme of fate work its way into Tolkien's works, and Elrond was given a unique choice, be an elf or be a man. His parents chose to be elves, Elros chose to be a mortal man. Elrond also chose to inherit the immortality of the elves. Quote, Elrond chose to be of elven kind and became a master of wisdom. After the doom was pronounced to Eärendil, Elwing, Elrond, and Elros, and they were able to make their choice, Elrond's growth rate changed. Quote, Elrond, the half-elven, should age slower than ordinary men before the doom of the Valar was spoken, is what Tolkien wrote in a note when he was trying to calculate Elrond's age. But if the personification of Tolkien's themes of memory, preservation, and choice aren't enough, let's add one more, the theme of sorrow. Again, as he said to Frodo, quote, I have seen three ages in the west of the world, and many defeats, and many fruitless victories. And in the appendix, we get this small line, quote, For Elrond, all chances of the War of the Ring were fraught with sorrow. This is because, if the War of the Ring failed, then everything Elrond had fought for for thousands of years would be lost. But if the War of the Ring finally resulted in a fruitful victory, and Sauron was finally overthrown, then two things would happen. The power of the Three Rings would diminish, and all that they had preserved would slowly be undone, and Elrond would thus need to pass out of Middle-earth and go to Valinor. Not a bad situation, right? Well, he loved his daughter Arwen, and she could also choose immortality or mortality, just like her father and grandparents. And we know what she chose. Quote, I choose a mortal life. I would rather live one lifetime with you than face all the ages of this world alone. So not only would he lose what he had preserved, he would also lose his daughter. So either way the War of the Ring resulted, Elrond would have sorrow in it. And I love his face at the end of The Return of the King when he silently gives Arwen away. It's about two seconds, but he goes from sorrow to resolve. I hope you enjoyed exploring Elrond's backstory with me. In The Rings of Power, I look forward to seeing a young, rising star Elrond in the Second Age, learning from Gilgalad and trying to establish friendships and striving against Sauron. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.